Pat Project family, how's it going? Now, we partner with Vertical Meals, owned by the genius bodybuilder Stan the Rhino Efferding. Now, Vertical Meals isn't your normal meal prep company. We've talked about the amount of crazy options that they have in terms of the food on their website, from the classic Monster Mash, steak and eggs, just steak, chicken empanadas. But a cool thing they have on their website is called RX Meal Kits. Now, you probably don't know what that is, but if you go to their website and you go to the RX Meal Kits, you can enter in your age, your gender, your height, your weight, if you're trying to gain, maintain, or lose weight, and your activity level. And that calculator is going to spit out meal options and ideas and packages for you for your plan. No other company does this. It's crazy. Stan has thought of everything. So, guys. Check out Vertical Meals. And Andrew, how can they get it? Yes, that's over at verticaldiet.com. And when you guys load up that RX meal kit into your cart, use promo code POWERPROJECT to save 20% off that entire order. Again, so you're going to get rid of all the guesswork, all the meal prep work, because nobody likes to do that. And you're going to have these meals shipped directly from Stan Efferding's brain straight to your door. Again, verticaldiet.com. Links to them down in the description, as well as the podcast show notes. Oh, yeah. Are we on? Yeah, we are now. Well, I'm recording, so we can start whenever. You want to tell the people about this, Andrew? Uh, Yeah, go for it. Sand trap. Flippity. Yeah, so actually it came, the idea came from, well, initially it came from us just not being able to get a fucking (laughs) shot clock to work correctly. This is probably like the third or fourth thing that we've gotten that's going to hopefully work. But it was actually... um, Jack Schweitzer, Schweitz mm-hmm. from Switzerland. He texted me and I forgot to text him back two days so ago. He, oh, he actually Christ. started a, uh, we've been going back and forth about random things, penis pumps, all kinds of good stuff. And he actually started a YouTube channel. He's like, hey, let me know what you think. And then so he, that was one of the products that he recommended. I'm like, dude, that's fucking genius. It's just a old school sand timer. So we're using that as our shot clock for the podcast. Speaking of penis pumps. Um, not that we make any money off of it, but we have made a lot of money off of penis pumps. We helped sell over $150,000 worth of penis pumps, and I figured we might as well share that on the air because that's I think it's crazy. awesome. And that's not even in a very long time either. And we haven't even really been talking about it that much. <laughs> But okay, so this is the thing too, guys. If you guys go back to that penis pump video, there's quite a few guys I saw. They're like, what penis pump video? People are panicking right now. Uh-huh. How do I click on what? it? What? I didn't watch that. Yeah, penis pump video. About. That sounds dumb. I it can popped watch up that. on my feed. And I skipped <laughs> click, right click, over click, it. It's click, not what click. I'm, I'm not on YouTube to, for that information, I don't sir. Need help with my dick. <laughs> so we started talking about penis pumps when Susan, Susan came. She sent us a few. Um, and we noticed benefit. I, at least I noticed the benefit for my dick. Y'all can tell me about yourselves. I don't know. <laughs> but for my dick, I noticed the benefit. But I went back to the comments and there were, there were quite a few guys who purchased it. And one guy was like, yeah, I got it. Um, and initially I actually didn't see that much or there was nothing. And then it was like, there was a lag time. And then it's like his dick just, Sprouted. <laughs> yeah, it has some positive change a little bit later. So there's like, there's a lot of benefit to that. It's actually, I need to go, I haven't pumped in about two weeks. So I need mm-hmm. to go. I don't remember it. how in depth we got with Leo uh, about penises and penis length and everything, but a penis pump is not like designed necessarily to make your dick bigger. I think that's what everybody thinks that it, that it's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And it can help that because it mm-hmm. can help with, a, with some volume and help give you, give you some girth and some fullness to your dick. But <laughs> 
if you're somebody that's looking to like get extra inches out of it, there's different ways of doing that. And that's what Leo explained by, by hanging weights off of it. And that's a whole nother process. <laughs> bib hanger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how into that, you know, how into shit people want to get, but if you want your dick to be longer, it seems like it takes a lot of work. Hey, yeah. but, but this, that, but a penis ahead. pump seems fairly easy to use. Yeah. And that's what the, uh, like the other one where you put your dick and balls into the cylinder. Hey, now the big be, cylinder, because yeah. that's what it's supposed to, it simulates that stimulates. It simulates that thing with like the bib hanger, where it's like pulling everything oh, out the and down. Suspensory ligament. Yes, that the ligament that you know keeps your thing up and down, all yeah. that good stuff. Yeah. So Andrew, we've mentioned this before, but guys, if you pump, if you use a penis pump, because um, you're you're pumping, you're over pumping blood into your dick, so you'll you'll be able to see how much blood your dick can handle. It's impressive. <laughs> so excited for yourself you'd yeah. be like damn like i hold this power <laughs> i have to like show people pictures of this yes. or something it's like you have a new what are the infinity stone it's like yeah. you <laughs> it even makes that sound too <laughs> <laughs> hey but real talk i did notice um when you know doing the freaky freaky like i'm just like whoa my dick handles more blood like because mm-hmm. it, it does increase the amount of blood your dick is able to handle and it's which will have it awesome. end up being bigger mm-hmm. yep yeah. more more dangerous tell them how to get a penis pump just go to, I, it's there's a link down in the description as well as the podcast show notes um you guys will see it it'll it'll be like a, a bitly link um i forgot what number it is but it's like bitly slash power project one two or three forgot which a hundred and fifty thousand dollars <laughs> worth of penis pump <laughs> that's fucking crazy that has to be a fucking record and what's like, the guy joel kaplan yeah dr joel kaplan <laughs> he's living in some fucking castle or some <laughs> shit but also that living like jk money. rawlings and shit <laughs> yeah i was ta- i was talking to somebody from their company and they're just like holy shit thanks for like starting off 2022 for us on like the most positive note ever because that was only in like I mean, I think they said it was just the first month. So just in January. Ain't no shame. We want to have better dicks. Well, there ain't nothing wrong with it. It's amazing. But yeah. also it's like, so, I mean, now everybody knows like you're not alone in this. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of other dudes that bought it just from like this podcast. Yeah. So, and, and especially guys that have been taking testosterone for years, you oh, get yeah. a little desensitized to stuff mm-hmm. and your shit doesn't work quite the way that it does when you're younger. Just when as you, you get older in general. What do you mean? What happens? Just taking a lot of testosterone for a mm-hmm. long period of time can kind of uh, just leave you not having the same sensations. I mean, kind of like just when you're, you know, when you're a teenager and the wind blows, you're like, yo, like, <laughs> hey, what the fuck's going on, right? Yeah. Oh, um, but I think, I mean, I don't know enough about the topic of testosterone, but I think in some way, I think, and you could even see in a lot of people, maybe even with myself, but testosterone seems to age you a little bit mm. you know it, like somebody that takes some shit especially if they take it to like a pretty they're not just doing like trt if they take it to an extreme um you start you start to see some like you start to see some aging going on so i think that's what it does i think it advances aging of your entire body a little bit i know it's anti-aging uh-huh. because it can help you to stay strong for longer but uh if you're taking it when in your 20s and you're abusing it maybe it has the reverse effect i don't know and the next thing we do is now we get shots in our dicks how about mm-hmm. that y'all oh, ready for yeah. that cuz i'm not i don't, yeah, don't want to get a, i don't want to get a needle in my dick man and he uses the same needle for all three of us i don't know y'all don't know what we're talking about andrew what is the what is the thing that we're talking about right now this well, is almost like a prp shot kind of thing right yeah but I, for your wang yeah i i stem cells i have not the slightest. I don't really know what it's about, <laughs> yeah. but okay. we are having uh, Dr. Judson, uh, sorry, doctor, on the show next week. Mm-hmm. And he's the one that actually is going to 
if we do decide to get this done, he's going to be the one that performs it. And maybe we can do it live on air. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. Okay. I have a question under the desk. I mean, it'd be private. Uh-huh. I have a question for both of you guys. Cause I'm still like, I, cause I know he's willing to do it to us and I know it's good for our dicks, but would you guys do it? I like, cause I'd have to learn a little bit. I mean, bit yeah, yeah. If he, if he, if he gave me a good story, then maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I'd also probably want to talk to like some people that have done it before. Okay, yeah. you know what I mean. I'd like, yeah. I would like to get some. I'd like to get some history on this uh, this process. I, I just want to be put. To I mean, sleep. he's a doctor. He's a dick doctor, right? Yeah, he should know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, for the penis pumps. It's bit b i t dot l y slash power project one. So if you're listening to it and you don't want to go through all the drama of having to look up the uh, show notes, that's how that's where you go. Say it one more time for the people. So bit dot lee. So bit dot ly slash power project one cool. and you guys will get like the uh the, the best uh penis pump package that you dr get, joel kaplan has you to get offer. weird results of your penis pump sometimes too i'm just looking at this starbucks coffee cup and <laughs> <laughs> the, the wideness of this thing it's quite girthy it kind of reminded me of something that happened to me but anyway as we were saying oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, know, oh, you never know what's going to happen with your penis pump. My dad's got a good penis pump. Story. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> yeah, he was telling uh, and Seema and I. He'll have to. He'll have to share it. Uh, yeah, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to throw his stuff. Do you out know there, which but. one he got by any chance? If he got the one, I that think we he got recommend? them all. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good story. I re- uh, the people need to hear that. I'll we'll let, see. We'll let him do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What do we got today? What are we talking about? I already forgot. What um, are we talking about? I think we were talking about. Uh, gaining some weight and like you know being in a relationship and gaining weight and then also uh, you guys were talking about <laughs> that reality show Love is Blind and how Season some, two. some people they when they find out who they're with they're like mm, they don't quite look maybe the way that they are used to right mm-hmm. and we want to kind of just I guess open open up some dialogue towards uh, you know is that superficial is that wrong is that I don't believe that it is I believe that <clears throat> You know, in order to, I mean, first of all, you know, the way that we meet people nowadays through uh, apps and social media and stuff is, um, I don't want to say it's wrong. It's just, it's just different than what we've done in the past. Yeah. And I think if we're to think about um, like evolution, natural selection, uh, a male and female would be attracted to each other, most likely uh, in a way of a female would be attracted to a guy as a partner that would be good for reproduction. Mm-hmm. You would like be like, yeah, that guy can move well. He looks strong. He maybe he's sexy or however people put it nowadays. Has resources. Yeah, has resources. Is well hung. His <laughs> twig and berries hang hang down longer than the uh, twigs that he has. Got a long neck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He could he could get right into those ovaries. Right. <laughs> and so I think, you know, even from, you know, from the beginning, I think there was some sort of attraction in terms of look. I heard somebody mentioning this more recently, and this is really odd. Mm. Uh, but they said, and, I, and I, I didn't know how to think of this, didn't know how to take it. I still don't understand it. They said, we are getting better and better at being more attractive to one another. And I was like, oh, my God, that Ooh. sounds so weird. Um, but it. Maybe better isn't the right word, but we're evolving. I mean, like, I guess look at like Marilyn Marilyn Monroe Mm -hmm. compared to like Kim Kardashian, right? Uh, Compared to like some of the people of the past that we looked at in the 50s or 60s as being attractive. It's morphing and changing and turning into a different look. 
uh, bigger hips, bigger butts, like those are more in, right? Then so I don't know. Maybe that's a maybe that's a good point, but it brings up something I think that's pretty uh, pretty interesting. It does. It does. Um, and <laughs> on that point that you're mentioning, what I do find really interesting though is also how body types have changed through the decades. Like I think it was the 70s and 80s. It was this very slim body type. On, on the woman's side, booty didn't matter that much. It was more so, did you have a good bust? 90s happened. Hip-hop happened. Um, that, that bled into pop culture. And now it's like, we want big booty, big titties, small waist. Like, that's porn happened. Like, it's just, it's just like, <laughs> it's morphed into exaggerated features of everything, right? And then there's a lot of people who are getting work done so that they can help exaggerate those features. Um, but... On, on the topic of superficiality, if the, that's even a word, <laughs> and uh, Love is Blind Season 2, um, I'm, I'm not going to go too deep into that, but we were talking a little bit before the podcast, and if you guys haven't watched Love is Blind, you don't need to. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 tr- it's trash reality TV. Um, I watch because my girl does, but actually I, I watched Love is Blind <laughs> Season 1 before I met her, but anyway, Season 2. But you still got to blame it on her. <laughs> you still got to blame it on her. <laughs> You watched season one to prepare to be with her now. Yeah. Well, I, I watched season one with my ex. So yeah. it was like, because I chose to. Stop it, guys. Come on. Um, but if people go back, whatever, two years to the first season, like that's all me and you talked about like yeah. every fucking episode. It is. <laughs> hey, you know what? No, but it, it, it does give you a good look into the way people look at each other. Because in Love is Blind season two, an interesting factor of this is that not everyone was hot. Not everyone is hot in this mm-hmm. season. Okay, so the premise of the show is that you guys do not see each other. The men and the women who are talking pretty much interview each other and a wall is separating them. So you don't know what she looks like. She doesn't know what you look like. And you talk. And if you guys like each other enough, the man will then propose to the woman who he has never seen. <laughs> and then right after he proposes, they go into a room and then they see each other. And either they're like, oh, yeah, she's so hot. Or they're like, um, Maybe. Now this season, it's it's a lot rougher again because not not everyone's like hot. This isn't like reality TV hot. We're, they're all normal looking people, mm. right? So it's really a gamble in what you're gonna get. <laughs> <laughs> it's really a gamble. It's kind of fucked up because <laughs> it's rough. It's that's rough. A, that's so rough. <laughs> you know what's even worse? In the first episode. <laughs> in the first episode. Oh fuck, man. They sh- <laughs> okay. They it. made some articles about this, but they showed um, they 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 had two women that were kind of overweight. Like I don't I don't mean to be mean, but they're like you know two twenty two fifty, right? Right. That's the only episode that they showed them in. Oh, they only uh-huh. they only showed like a little bit of them. Then they never showed them in any of the other episodes. <laughs> and there was an article that was put forward like Love is Blind season two fools people into thinking that there's uh, acceptance of this. God. But it was more so just like kind of saying, ah, here you go. Yeah. In- inclusivity. Right. But no, not but really. Yeah, no, yeah, if no, you it's kind of fucked. If you ain't 180, you ain't a lady. Oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, it, it makes you it makes you wonder like. When these people meet these other people, even though they had great conversation and great conversational chemistry, when they see each other and they're not attracted to each other, does that make them superficial? Because that's a, that's a word they throw around. Mm-hmm. Or is it just 
facts. I don't find you attractive, so it doesn't matter what other chemistry we have. We can't continue this. I think, you know, first and foremost, it's reality TV, right? So <laughs> yes, all these, like, point. average people that they're pulling in, uh-huh. the real gem of the whole thing and what makes this show work, it sounds like, is the fact that they are average, and a lot of times they're probably, like, quote-unquote, below average, whatever that fucking average is, yeah. uh, and they don't have any idea. That's what that's what makes it awesome. Like William Hung on American Idol. Oh yeah, you know, singing yeah. and thinking that he's good. like people singing and thinking that they're good. Yeah, um, people singing their hearts out and like kind of knowing that they're not great or something is it, it's it's different, right? Like you, you're not going to laugh as hard if someone's like, "Hey man, like I'm going to try to belt this out, but like I'm not that good." Yeah. But if I came in and I'm really trying to sing. And I believe in my heart that I'm good. And I'm like, I'm good, right, guys? And you guys are just, you know, you're going to be laughing your ass off. So I think in this case of like, you know, a show like this where these these people probably think they're exceptional and that they're deserving of these hot, exceptional people that they normally see on these shows. Mm-hmm. And then when they meet the person, they're like, oh. Mm. <laughs> and it's like, well, this person isn't necessarily a really poor reflection. Uh, they're... they're uh, reflecting you probably more so on a, on a on a level that maybe you weren't expecting you know you're expecting something different yeah absolutely and it's like it's like a lot of times as a guy we are more visually stimulated than women it's not like women don't care about looks of men they do but we tend to put that at a higher value assignment so well, women get hit on all the time too Absolutely. They, they'll get, you know, a lot of compliments. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to look like our boy and Seema over here to get compliments as a guy. You got to yeah. have some hard work out there. That's not true. That's <laughs> not true. Uh, but yeah, so these are Andrew. That's not true. We weren't picture. on a walk and some ladies hollering from across the street the gas, from the gas station at you. That, that never happened. That, that we've never, we've never seen anything like that happen. I've, yeah, right? it's never happened to me. Yeah. I it, like, it, uh, the only time it happened was when I was I walking like next to Seema. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then somebody, then finally somebody wanted to talk to you, right, Andrew? Yeah. So you see, there's this Indian guy in this picture. <laughs> so far, look, look, his, okay, him. He, he, he brought up a really interesting thing because he was in these pods talking to, you know, he was uh, interviewing one of the girls or trying to get to know him. And his question was, so, you know, I'm really into DJing and sometimes I go to music festivals. Um, I like to sometimes, you know, put girls up on my shoulders. <laughs> so could I put you up on my shoulders <laughs> at a music festival? What can you lift? <laughs> and there are a hella woman that got offended mm. by that question. But at the end of the day, I think that was a very tactful way of saying, hey, can I, what are we working with? Here? I could squat two plates and are you going up on my shoulders or not? <laughs> right. And this is the thing that I don't even think he, maybe he didn't need to put it that way. He, he could have no, maneuvered, <laughs> but would I be able to farmer carry your ass <laughs> out of there? If you got sick or something yeah, like, Hey, I DJ a lot. Sometimes there's a lot of drinks. If you pass out, am I going to be able to carry you out? Yeah. Like, what's the deal here? Okay. But this awesome. is important. That is not superficial. It's like, it's like, you know what you are attracted to. If, okay. He's not in the, when you see him in the show, he's in average shape mm-hmm. right so is it wrong for him not want to not not to want to be with someone who is quite overweight and it's the same thing on the woman's side would a woman who's in average or good shape would it be wrong for her to not date a man who's overweight just even though that they get together or they 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 get along with each other conversationally it's it's not superficial it's just quite literally it's attraction and you were mentioning 
when people get into relationships, mm-hmm. yeah, they're signing up for something in particular, and maybe you signed up for a Tesla, and you don't want that thing to turn into a diesel truck down the line. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> and people gain a lot of weight, you know, when they're in relationships. Sometimes somebody will gain, and it's totally understandable, and it's understandable to gain some weight together. It's all, also understandable. Uh, there's like pregnancy. There's all kinds oh, of things. Of there's families, yeah. deaths. There's all kinds mm-hmm. of shit that happened in a family that uh, can kind of just throw your lifestyle sideways for a while and losing jobs and moving from one job to another, moving, you know, shifting households, moving in together. There's a lot of different things that can happen over a period of time. But at the same time, I think it's each individual's job to try to be as attractive to the opposite to try to be as attractive as they can be to their partner for as long as they possibly can mm-hmm. figure that out. Absolutely. It's, it's honestly, I think it's a responsibility of each partner. You know what I mean? Like, because age happens. We all get old. Things start to sag in all types of ways. But at the end of the day, are you taking care of yourself, number one, for yourself, for your health, so you can live as long as possible with this person, but also... There isn't a level of taking care of yourself so that your partner still finds you attractive Mm -hmm. in a way. And you can't blame somebody for not finding you attractive if you end up getting really out of shape or build really bad habits. And that's why also in the show, a lot of people were throwing out the word unconditional love. Like they're saying, oh, I want someone to love me unconditionally, blah, 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 blah. Unconditional love isn't fucking real. Mm -hmm. Like, actually, you know what? Before I go... What do you guys think? You guys are two married men with children. For your wives, do you love them unconditionally? No, there's the only unconditional love I think you might have might be for your kid. And because it might, and in that case, your love for them could be totally blind because they could literally kill somebody. And you, you would say, Hey, I'm not for the act that you did. That was Mm -hmm. a horrific crime. I don't know how your brain would fucking deal with any of that, but I'm Mm. just saying hypothetically. And then months would go by or a few years and you'd still be like, hey, I will still help you. I still love you. I still care about, you know, mm-hmm. you're, I don't know. There's, there's like a, there's like a thing there that you just can't deny you, you like fathered them or something, you know? So I don't know. I don't know if you can get out of that contract, but the contract of marriage, yeah, it could be broken in a second. It can be broken with, um, you know, you, you have vows and then hopefully you can, uh, keep those vows. And if you don't keep those vows, those are conditions, those are conditions, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and if you can't keep those vows and maybe you can have conversations to figure out how you can continue if the vows were broken or how to, you know, uh, do something different. But I don't think you end up with like, I mean, it's so with my wife, I, I should reframe some of this because she is the mother of my children. Of course. So I guess I would always love her no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would always love her no matter what. It, in in that sense of, of of her being a mom to my kids. But regardless of, you know, if she ever did anything or or anything like that, I I think I would have to quote unquote like divorce myself of that situation so that I could move on and figure out what's in the best interest of myself. But I'd still love her and I'd love the love that she has for my kids. Mm-hmm. You know, so that, that sort of thing. And that sounds complicated, but it is complicated. It is complicated. Yeah. yeah. I just think people don't understand like what it actually means to, when you say unconditional love, mm. uh, myself included. Um, cause, cause the way I saw it before you guys broke it down this way was like, there's no condition 
there's nothing that she has to do in order for me to love her. Like she doesn't have to, like I don't have to come home to she doesn't have to meet a certain expectation. Yes, I will love her with no condition. However, yeah, like you know, if, I don't know, if something bad happened, like she's cheating on me or something. I'd be like, ah, fuck, like. You said unconditionally. What if she just wasn't herself? Like, what if she just totally flipped and just wasn't the same anymore? I mean, yeah, I would have no idea. Might make it it hard, right? Uh But Mm -hmm. so that's where I see like unconditional love, and with that, with the way I see it, then like I have a lot of unconditional love for you guys. You know, like I don't, I don't. I'm gonna love you no matter like what, but I'm also not gonna say even with Encima. Yeah, I'm not gonna say. I'm only going to love in SEMA if he shows up on time. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's a and that's joke. definitely not going to happen. <laughs> it, but do you know what I mean? Like, I get it, but it also doesn't mean like, yeah, it's hard. Like I, I don't see it the other way, the way Marcus explained it, where like, yeah. oh, if in SEMA, you know, I don't know, whatever, like deletes the entire like feed of our, <laughs> or, you know, everything. It'd be like, just destroy it. all. <laughs> but even then I probably still would love you, but I'd be like, what the fuck is your problem? <laughs> But yeah, yeah, so that's how I see it, you know, with no, no conditions, like you don't have to do anything for me to love you. Yeah. yeah like, I guess uh, a sibling or something too. Like my brother did a lot of crazy fucked up stuff and, you know, I just, yeah. I guess I, I guess I just try to understand it more, you know? Okay. He, uh, he was mentally ill, you know, and I try to, maybe with another person, I would just be like, that person's a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But he's my, he's, he was my brother. So it's something that I uh, probably do have some unconditional love for. So I think there can be a little bit of that, but outside of your own family members, I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. parent to child, that makes absolute sense. And I'm, I'm thinking that's like, you know, some people say that the only person who's going to give you unconditional love is your mother or your father. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because like the, the idea that people are seeking unconditional love, I think sometimes gives people the, <clears throat> when they want that, it gives people the idea that maybe they can uh, do some bullshit and still be loved by somebody. Some people really do fall into that fairy tale trap because you see that type of shit in movies growing up as a kid. You see that stuff in media, in TV. You always see all of these people that get into relationships, right? And then the movie ends, but then you don't see how everything continues. You just see this lovely thing and it's it's all whatever. And the movie, that that that's where the movie ends. And then all the hard shit starts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Isn't you that fucking when, weird? Yeah, you don't see There's when a, she says she's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, all right. And, I'm not fine. <laughs> I know you're enjoying this episode, but listen up. We've partnered with Merrick Health. They're a telehealth network owned by Derek for more plates, more dates. But literally, the amazing thing about Merrick Health and getting your labs done with them is that when you get your labs done, you work with a client care coordinator that goes over your labs and gives you specific supplementation or nutrition protocols or potentially hormonal protocols for your levels. The problem with a lot of these other telehealth networks is that when they do these things, they give everybody the same exact things, which actually can hurt you long-term more than help you. Andrew, how can they get it? Yes, that's over at MerrickHealth.com. That's M-A-R-E-K Health.com. And if you already know what labs you want to get at checkout, enter promo code POWERPROJECT10 to save 10% off all of those labs. If you don't know where to start, head over to MerrickHealth.com slash POWERPROJECT. You guys will get directed straight to the POWERPROJECT panel that has 26 different labs that will cover everything you need. And at checkout, enter promo code POWERPROJECT to save $101 off of that panel. Again, MerrickHealth.com. Links to them down in the description as well as the podcast show notes. There's a show. <laughs> oh, uh, there's a show that's on TV right now. I don't know if you guys have seen 1883. 
I've heard. I no, I don't even think I've heard of it. That sounds familiar. It's really, really good. I think both of you guys would like it. It's kind of got a western western feel to it. Um, Tim McGraw is in it, and Tim McGraw actually is like pretty jacked. And I think he's uh, hmm. is I think, this guy Tim McGraw? Yeah. Uh, no, that's um, Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. Right oh, there, okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, Tim McGraw is like one of the main characters, and his daughter is just absolutely gorgeous. And she's like riding around on this horse. She's got blonde hair, like flowing in the wind, and everybody's after her, like all the other guys. And so they have to try to protect her. Um, they're on like a journey across yeah. from <clears throat> the East Coast towards the West Coast. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's hundreds of years ago, and <clears throat> they they have horses, and they got stagecoaches, and they don't have a lot of shit to like protect them. Yeah. And they're just out there on these plains in like the middle of nowhere, like Nebraska and shit like that. And so he his whole job all the time is to try to always protect his daughter. And then his daughter ends up meeting uh, a guy that she starts to fall in love with. And uh, Tim McGraw goes to the guy and he starts talking to him. The guy's super nervous because he thinks Tim McGraw is going to kick his ass. <laughs> and uh, he just says, hey, he's like, I just want to know something. He goes, do you love her? And he goes, yep. He goes, yes, sir, I do. I, I love her. And he goes, just know that you'll never love her as much as I do. And he just like stared at him. And I was like, holy shit. Like only a dad would kind of mm-hmm. understand that. I was like, damn, that was like, now that guy knows if he fucks up, <laughs> he's in a lot of trouble. And that's the kind of love I think we're talking about. Like that unconditional love where, I mean, shit, you'll do anything I think for your kids sometime. Absolutely. But you know, uh, this is, this is like the thing with, you know, relationships, you can't expect your partner to be okay. Like, for example, if you get into something, y'all have some really good work habits, you know, you mm-hmm. don't, you, you don't get drunk or drink too much. You mm-hmm. take care of yourself. You take care of your mental health, whatever. And if something bad happens, which is tough, because a lot of crazy things happen that turn people's life around, like trauma, whatever. And then a bunch of bad things cascade, either the man or the woman, and you start drinking heavily to cope and you get out of the good things that you're dealing with. So you, you start gaining weight, getting out of shape and just a bunch of things spiral. You can't expect the other person, right? Who's, they can probably try to be there for a bit, but they, it's hard to expect that from anybody. I'm trying to, me personally, I'm trying to go the other way. I'm trying to like do things that I can, because for a long time, I just figured I just, I'm like, I'm just going to keep working on me because this works really well. Yeah. Like if I just, and it helped a lot with making the slingshot and um, ended up, you know, and Andy and I worked together on all the projects and everything, but mm-hmm. literally like focusing in and honing in on myself all the way to the point where, you know, for years and years, I didn't touch any dishes or laundry or <laughs> like nothing. Like, I mean, I'm not like a total train wreck slob, but I'm... <laughs> I'm pretty hard to clean up after. Like I make a fucking mess, You're you know. A tornado. I'm a goddamn yeah. I'm a goddamn tornado, but I'm not like leaving my socks on the ground all the time, that sort of thing. But I am making messes all over the place, kind of all the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys see sometimes with stuff in the gym or whatever. I, I it's just my mind is in a different place. I'm not trying to leave a mess a lot of times, mm-hmm. but more recently and over the last maybe two years or so, I'm like, I'm also just take a little extra step to like. Because I mean, from this point on, I'm not going to like necessarily get any better looking. I'm not going to. I'm not going to like find the fountain of youth and be like younger. I could lose weight. I could continue to stay in shape, or I can continue to get leaner. There's a lot of things I can do physically to to continue to improve on some of those fronts. But it's not like I'm going to look like I'm I'm 25 anymore. Mm. And so I'm like, well, let me just. 
I, there's uh, these other areas I can improve on that I've waited a long time to really mess with, and I should have been messing with them a long time ago. So now I'll try to start to do the di- – and Andy's like, what are you doing? <laughs> she'll, she'll actually tell me. She'll like, just go to bed or go lay down. Like, mm-hmm. just, she's like, just go, go relax. Like she wants me to just – she wants me to still be creative. She wants me to still do those kinds of things. But mm-hmm. there's just little shit, like just – just the smallest things. I mean, it's it's literally just me kind of picking up after myself, which sounds so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm just thinking, well, shit, that will give her a little bit more energy. She doesn't have to worry about me as much. And then Jake being 18, we're trying to give him more responsibility. So maybe that's one less thing. But I mean, there, I think that's what we should be working towards is how do we continue to be more attractive um, to our significant other rather than mm-hmm. just, I mean, you we just accept all this stuff as we're going to gain weight together. We're going to we're going to uh, we're going to grow old together and get fat. Mm, 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 mm. That's what people say, you know. And there's I ain't trying to smash bellies. Or Come people on. are like, <laughs> "Oh man, you're going to get married. Like you're not going to have sex ever again." Type thing. It's like <laughs> that's bullshit. It doesn't need to be that, you know. Um, I woke my wife up in the middle of the night last night. There you go. I'm like, hey, you know, you're over 40. You can't waste a boner. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> it's that damn penis pump. Yeah, I know. Right? Let's go. So, you oh. know, it, it, things don't have to be the way that I think uh, people make them sound. And to enjoy each other doesn't mean you have to eat fucking French fries and pizza and ice cream all the time. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think it's a flaw that we do find, you know, I don't want to say that looks is the first thing that we notice, but it kind of is just because we see with our eyes and stuff. Do you think that it's inherently a, a flaw? Nah, dude. Mm-hmm. Well, Mark, do you, you want to go for Well, something? I'll just say like we had a, a guy come in today who was getting a job just to work in the store. He's friends with Josh Setledge. He's a wrestler. Kid came in, looked fucking great. It's like you're hired. Yeah. You know, I don't even need to fucking talk to you. Yeah. I mean, first of all, he's friends with Josh Savage. I was going to say that but helps. <laughs> the motherfucker's got like a big neck, you know, he's Wrestler. like, he's jacked and he was wearing nice shoes, nice clothes. I'm like, yeah, you're in like, and maybe things shouldn't be that way. Maybe I should have asked him a lot of questions or maybe, right. But I don't know. I, I judge people a lot by how they look. I mean, that's all, that's all you get when you first kind of meet somebody They're, um, uh, the way they position their bodies and their, their body English, like he was you know, just right away, he was like, hey, how's it going? He shook my hand, looked me in the eyes, like just a mm-hmm. little stuff, you know? It's not like he was like looking down and, I mean, somebody that's looking down that is shy, that has played video games for the last 10 years and hasn't seen sunlight in a long time, <laughs> I don't, they're not going to be great for the store. Maybe yeah. they could work somewhere else here, uh, but they wouldn't be a great person to try to have some sales in the store, right? Mm-hmm. And no, I don't think that's a flaw at all because, um, you know, when you're attracted to somebody, there, there are a lot of things that can go into attraction, but a lot of th- those things are like, hmm, the back of the mind, it's like, I wonder what kind of babies we'll make. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, real talk. And th- this is, a, this is kind of a weird thing. Like <laughs> for me, I like strong women. Like, 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 and so it's going to get weird. Yeah. <laughs> Some weird compliments I've given my girl are like, damn, you got some nice wrists or like, wow, like you joy, you've got some thick bones. Because like, <laughs> real talk, like I see that. I'm like, that spread, baby. It's driving me crazy. Hey, like, like, like I've complimented her back before. I'm like, ooh, mm-hmm. look at your back. Look at those erectors. Ooh, because number one, that gives me an idea. You're going to grow old. Well, mm. you're not easily mm-hmm. breakable. 
right? You're not going to deteriorate as time goes by. But if these genetics transfer, too many things pop in my head. They easily break. I had to really hold back like, on that, which like, I don't normally do. Like but. You're strong enough to push back. <laughs> but no, having not a weak body, and this is you know this is this is one thing that I found interesting. I have a friend of mine. I'm not going to name his name. But um, in the past, when he's seen certain women, right, he's be like, oh, no, nah, she she just she looks too strong or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, it's probably because she's stronger than you. And, you know, when you see those comments mm-hmm. from dudes online, when like there's a, like a strong female doing stuff and they're like, I like when we had Hunter here and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but like, yeah, like, and they're like, oh, uh, she, 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 she has too much muscle, looks like a man. Sometimes that statement isn't something you should say in the first place. Sometimes I may understand what somebody's saying, mm-hmm. but a lot of guys say this even when women just have a bit of muscle, right? Even when women just straight train and they 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 have muscle, like that's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing in the long run. Like, and it's interesting because I think it's just like. If the woman it looks stronger than the man, they feel somewhat emasculated and they can't, they, 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 they want to stay away from that. So I think that, no, mm-hmm. I think the having, you know, having a standard on like looks or the way somebody looks, I think that's a very necessary thing. Mm-hmm. I don't I, think it's a flaw. Yeah. And I, I think the way you broke it down is extremely beneficial. <laughs> Like, I mean, I know we're joking around, but like, yeah, if you see somebody that's not in amazing shape, but also it might mean that she doesn't have great habits, Mm. you know, like that sort of thing. But I think where people go wrong is like they're only chasing uh, somebody that looks like the uh, the hourglass right there. I've like, heard that. That's, but that's it. And then personality, personality, personality. Yeah. Damn. They're just like, ah, overlook that because she's got a big butt. Like, mm. <laughs> so I think that's where it can become a flaw. And I've made that mistake in the past, too. Mm-hmm. So like that, like I've made that mistake and I don't make that mistake anymore. Yeah. But like it was a bad like that. That that's a bad mistake to make as a dude. Like mm-hmm. you can. You can find someone very attractive or whatever, but you really got to pay attention to that personality, brother, because again, <laughs> one that of my, shit uh, will fuck you in the long run. One of my friends calls it devil pussy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> Can't get away from it. I have dealt with some devil pussy. <laughs> yeah. You never make a like, deal you with know, the devil. You know you're coming back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's Man. awesome. I'm oh, sure it works. I'm ooh. sure it goes in the other the other direction too. Probably some devil dick. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure women have. <laughs> that one got Andrew. I like when he's laughing like that. Me too. He's <laughs> like falling off his desk. I'm trying to write notes and I can't because I'm crying. Yeah, not nah, ladies. It doesn't matter how long his dick is. If he's not good for you, he's not good for you. Get away from him. <laughs> fall into that pussy and you can't get out hey man sometimes sometimes this happens but um yeah our initial topic though don't let yourself get out of shape in a relationship <laughs> no but but really like it I, it is really necessary just to to keep yourself healthy and to find like i i think i'm i'm kind of lucky now because i've been able to find somebody that has really good health habits really good mental health habits you know um doesn't drink you know doesn't club right this is just like mm. I'm like wow this is this is good like the habits are in line and i like the way she looks <laughs> if somebody is like into something that you're pretty like 
opposite to, then I think that that's pretty a pretty big red flag. I think yeah. that that's something you should like just really kind of check yourself on and be like, do I really want to be like you mentioned like clubbing? Like I just. <sighs> Fuck, man. Like, I just, my wife and I, the amount of times we've been in a club that's loud, that's, you know, like in the, you know, I mean, maybe once or twice, yeah. like just because we just ended up there with friends or something weird. But yeah. like, no, like, that's not anything that I'm, and I just never been into that either. And she's never really been into that. I mean, she used to, she went to college and she was in like bar hopping and stuff like that. But um, I think we got some of those things out of our system when we were younger. And, mm-hmm. but, when people get together, I think it would be a good idea in general to try to work on shit together. Yeah. You know, why, like, why have it be, why have, why be in this battle against, uh, against, I mean, no one wants to be less attractive. Like, no one wants to feel less attractive. No one wants to face themselves in the mirror every day and be heavier than they were the day before mm-hmm. or be more bloated from the foods that they ate or something. So it's like, maybe you can kind of set up some boundaries you know maybe you can talk to each other and figure out a plan it, it's not like everyone needs to lose tons of weight it's not like everybody has to go on this journey and everyone's got to be skinny or whatever but what about just staying you know staying similar stay attractive to each other my uh, mother-in-law i think is an amazing example of this i think she's set, just turned like 74 mm-hmm and she's like, I was always the ugly duckling, which I don't think so. I don't think she was fucking beautiful when she was young. But she's like, I was always the ugly duckling. She's like, I just uh, have stayed about similar, you know, for like 40 years. Like mm. She's like, I haven't gotten any fatter. And she's actually thin. She's actually mm-hmm. in good shape. She works out. But she's kind of making a little bit of a joke of herself, a uh, joke about herself. But yeah, what's wrong with just staying similar body weight? Like, what did you weigh coming out of high school? You know, and hopefully you weren't, you know, real, real heavy coming out of high school. Can you stay similar to that? Uh, what were some of the activities you used to do in high school? Can you do, still do some of those? Can mm-hmm. you still go out and play a pickup game of basketball? I mean, maybe that would be a good idea if you can be able to do some of those things and, and stay attractive to one another rather than just like figure out every Friday night to go out and party and drink and just, and then there's holidays and then there's birthdays and mm. just repetitive, repetitive, repetitive. And then you find yourself with your significant other sitting on the couch. You're like, man, like I got to go on a diet. They're like, I got to go on a diet. Mm-hmm. All right, we're starting on Monday. All right, let's go get some ice cream because <laughs> this is the last, you know, this is it. This is it. Last hurrah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like rather than that shit, maybe you can kind of keep things together and figure out a way to work on it together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think it was, I won't say who, but somebody that was working here at one point was just like, yeah, if you look at anybody you went to high school with, he's like, just because you're like uh, aware and you are conscious about your weight and stuff, he's like, you're going to look better than everybody. He's mm-hmm. like, I know for sure I look better than all my classmates. And I just started laughing because I, I took, I, it was a joke, right? Like I didn't take him serious, but then I thought about it and kind of just what you said about your mother-in-law. It's like, yeah, I mean, you know, everybody wants to lose weight or whatever, but if everyone's gaining weight and you stay the same, you can just pretend that you lost, you know, the ten pounds. If that you look the gained. way that if you look the way that you look right now at fifty, oh bro, yeah, you know what I mean. Uh-huh. Like that's that's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And you'll yeah. probably look better than you look now at fifty. Yeah, I believe it's so. Fucking dope. absolutely. Yeah, it's a very good point. You know, there's there's one thing I was going to say about um what you were talking about as far as uh, not like or doing stuff together. Uh, or a learning team. together yeah. as a team. That's super important. Squad. 
but I was, there was something I was thinking about as dudes. And this goes back to what you asked me, Andrew, is it good that we, uh, we are so looks driven. It's good, but especially nowadays, I think it's been taken to some, it, it can be actually really bad because think about it. You know, number one, probably watching quite a bit of porn as a young dude. Okay, so you have these standards that you see that you beat your shit to a lot all the time. And then there's your social media feed, which you're probably following a bunch of baddies that have these crazy wild physiques. And now your level of what you find attractive is this super heightened, somewhat unrealistic thing, right? Which is out there and you can find it. But it's just like it's it's quite abnormal Mm -hmm. when you look at real bodies. Right. Mm -hmm. And as dudes, that's attractive. So now let's say you find a chick and she is pretty good looking, but she doesn't look like these crazy, unrealistic things that you see in in porn on social. It I've seen men and I know of men who've like they've ruined their relationships Mm -hmm. because like they 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 stopped finding that attractive and then they started just trying to go for the crazy thing and it mm. fucked up the great thing that they mm. had. So I think that's where devil that's pussy. A big, that's a big reason mm. I don't have social media on my phone. It's not like I have zero control over it. It's not mm. like I'm going to like be zooming in on every chick's butt. But yeah. I don't want the temptation to ha- to even go through the process. Mm. Like I just am like, you know what? It's just, it's not on my phone. I do have a separate phone that if I need to get to, to communicate mm-hmm. for, with people for podcasting, but I still find myself in a trap just like anybody else, scrolling, looking at shit that I shouldn't be looking at for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't have any problem admitting that. I think everyone's probably guilty of some of that to some degree. Maybe I shouldn't say everybody. A lot of people are probably guilty of that uh, oh, yeah. to, to some degree. It's an easy trap to fall in. And, uh, I, you know, I personally, I love my wife. I'd rather just, I'd rather stay with that and stay like uh, more focused on that, but you're right. When you see other images, um, I think I think your 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 brain is like poking around in some of the wrong spots. You know what I mean? <laughs> your your brain, your mind, your body. Like it's it's not a it's not a great place to be. I think you're you're better off trying to. You don't have to like. Not everything has to be so like strict or crisp or clean, but you don't want your mind really wandering too much. Um, I think a little bit of it uh, is is going to happen to most people, but mm-hmm. to uh, it's almost like just getting a lot of bad snacks and bad, you know <laughs> shitty food in the house. Like it's probably not great just to have that around. Mm-hmm. Not that you shouldn't be able to possess the ability to walk right past that shit too, but uh, it makes it a little easier if it's not right there, right? <laughs> yeah. I just thought about you got this all this great whole food at home, but you're trying to seek all these processed snacks. That's right, <laughs> and yep. they're really processed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, shit. With social media and all of the access that we have to viewing what we want to view, I think maybe that's what you had mentioned earlier in the podcast, how like people are becoming more attractive to the, oh, like, yeah. you know, because I think now... Yeah, social media speeds it up. Yeah, so I think now it's like, oh, this chick who looks like this and does this type of workouts or whatever it may be, damn, she has tons of likes. Mm. If I can maybe follow somewhat of her Mm -hmm. workout program or whatever, or dress the way she does, color my hair the same way she does, or, you know, like, I mean, fuck, dude, like, I followed uh, Alpha M for so long, Mm -hmm. and, like, that helped me with my fucking fits and everything. Oh, for sure. Without him and without that access, I'd probably still be wearing my fucking N1 shorts. You know what I mean? Like, I'd still be... (laughs) rocking like some filas and like i just wouldn't give a fuck but then i'm like wait like 
Uh, I can also not look like a bum and like be mm, cool. Uh-huh. Like fuck yeah, I'm gonna do that. But yeah, it's a definite. It's a definite trap. Well, and there's girls that are you know my daughter's age that look like they're 19. Yeah, it's you know, fucking terrible. It's, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. But I, I agree, you know, about like you know some of the stuff that we, the idea that we're so attracted, <clears throat> we're so attracted uh, to just the looks in general, uh, can be massively. Mm-hmm can be massively problematic. I think it is the first thing that you do go, you do base off of though. And so a show like Love is Blind mm-hmm. is probably so interesting because it goes the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. You only get to know them kind of like via words and stuff as you guys are saying. Right? I don't think, I, I don't remember if I've ever seen the show. I must have seen the show. I feel like I, you, I you must have seen so. some of season one with Andy. I remember, I remember you guys talked about it a lot. Yeah. 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 I know yeah. that she knows about it. She just, she'll probably know all about it. Guys, I know y'all are probably going to flame Andrew and I because <laughs> we're in this together, Andrew. Yeah, no, 100%. <laughs> You're going to flame us for watching this shit in the comments. But hey, just as a pure social experiment, you need to go watch Love's Blind Season 2. Season 2 specifically. Uh, I think it's just, it. there's a lot of interesting things going on there. I think it's quite entertaining. So check it out. Yeah. I I, uh, I mentioned on, on Twitter, like I got, fucking, I got honey dicked by Peacock. That sounds funny when I just said it, but the uh, the streaming platform Peacock, oh, yeah, 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 because they they showed a bunch of cool commercials during the, uh, the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. So I was like, dude, I want to check out Bel Air. It's like a um, like a hardcore Fresh Prince Bel Air without mm-hmm. the like the funny like stuff. It's just more serious. Yeah. So I watched the first episode, and then I was like, dude, this is pretty good. And then it's like, oh, to watch episode two, you have to go to premium. And I'm like, I don't want to pay for another fucking streaming thing. Like, I need less anyways. Like, yeah. But really good strategy. But, yeah, no, I'll just go watch Love is Blind <laughs> on Netflix. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Want to take us on out of here, Andrew? Yeah, sure thing. Thank you, everybody, for checking out today's episode. Uh, I know it was, like, um, a little bit different than, well, I guess, when I mean, we talk about this shit all the time anyways, but... Let us know your guys' thoughts down in the comment section below, or if you guys are catching the premiere, uh, thank you guys for being a part of the live chat. Really appreciate that. Uh, make sure you guys are subscribed if you're not already, and ring all those bell notifications so that we guys don't miss another upload, or when we go live, we might do that again soon. Uh, and follow the podcast at Mark Bell's Power Project on Instagram, at MB Power Project on TikTok and Twitter. My Instagram and Twitter is at I am Andrew Z. And again, uh, for more information about penis pumps, check, check the uh, description as well as the podcast show notes and see where can people find Mind you. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm just laughing. Uh, <laughs> Antima Yining on Instagram, YouTube. Antima Yining on TikTok, Twitter. I'll say this: Pro tip, men, <coughs> look at their knees, look at their ankles, and their wrists. Okay, girth-wise, their mm-hmm. bones to see how strong they are. Because see how you get yourself a good one for the long term. Mm-hmm. Also, look at the way they walk. Do yeah, they we walk? don't want no duck feet, right? We don't want no duck feet, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know. We're gotta be careful. Out there. We're looking for prime breedability, Mark. <laughs> strength is never weakness. Weakness is never strength. I'm at Mark Smelly Bell. Catch you guys later. Bye.